Boss T, let's get it. Have you ever been hungry and can't eat? Have you ever been thirsty and can't drink? Have you ever been tired and can't sleep? What would you do if you knew you were all three? I've been down and down when nobody cares. Break mm -hmm. falls down, you ain't got no choice but wet. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's a hard life, it's alright, gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out. Hard life, it's alright, gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out. Hard life, it's alright, nigga get back up, you gotta fight, boss T. Well, uh, I'm Jewish, I'm Israeli, my parents were the only survivors of their families from the Holocaust, they both survived Auschwitz, I'm not going to support genocide, am I? This is illegal, this is immoral, we don't agree with it, we will never agree with it, and as Jews, and myself as Israeli, I am totally against it, and we will continue to be against it. Also, this didn't start on October the 7th. In 1948, Palestinian villages, hundreds of them, were demolished. Thousands of Palestinian, innocent Palestinian men, women and children were slaughtered, and 750,000 Palestinian refugees were created. That's when it started, and it hasn't stopped since. So forth. Zionism was created by mostly non-religious Jews. It was a nationalist movement of people who, uh, who uh, estranged themselves from God, from the Torah. They were non-religious. I always like to carry around the picture of uh, the, the first, this was the Declaration of Independence, the first Prime Minister, David Ben-Gurion. And they're making a so-called Jewish state, 1948. Yes. And so it's Jewish, supposedly they're doing us, they're returning to God, they're mm -hmm. saying it's the end of exile, and not one of them is covering their heads. Hmm. You know, so you see what the, the falseness of it. Mm -hmm. But still and all, the Zionists, they, they, they put on a facade and they, uh, of Judaism. They uh, incorporated religion in order that the world should say, oh, it's a religious thing. We have to support them, the evangelistic Christians, and the millions and millions support them. Uh, Jews who don't know the Torah well, unfortunately, the more non-religious, and the, they say, oh, and they have this emotional uh, playing, you know, that, oh, it's returning 2,000 years, we're in exile. That's the difference between Judaism and Zionism. Now, so in other words, in short, very concisely, Judaism is subservience to God, Zionism is nationalism, and it's expressly forbidden for us. So around the world, no matter what community, if you go to Argentina, you go to England, uh, Stanford Hills in London, New York, where we're from, the, the, the very religious community, and in Jerusalem, um, the very religious community is in total opposition to the creation of the state. And um, and now we ha I have to add something very important. In other words, for us to have a state, as I said, would be even in an uninhabited land. But being that they created this state in a land that they, they, they needed for their purpose, in, in Palestine, but Palestine was an inhabited land. The majority were Muslims. The second group of people that lived there in, in numbers were the, were the Christians, and the third were the Jews. Because as individuals, we were allowed to, by God, were permitted to live there, but not as a nation. So the, in order for them to create their state, they had to uh, expel at least on the best of the, 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 the Palestinian people. That is, it's against, it flies in the face of what our Torah is about, because in the Torah it says, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal. We, we have to be, um, just as God is compassionate, we have to be compassionate. I mean, and certainly not to steal or kill and, and, and expel people, how dare they? And, uh, and on top of that, we have to remember that in this 2000 years of exile that we've suffered, so much because we are Jews. Uh, the Jews were burnt at the stake. They were tried. They were tried. They tried to forcefully convert Jews in the, in the, by the Crusades, by the Inquisition. And where did they, when they were expelled from Spain, from Italy, from where did the Jews go? The Muslim lands 
took in the Jews, they embraced us in mm-hmm. every Muslim land, uh, Iran, um, uh, in wherever you would like, Palestine, it was under the Ottoman um, Empire. They took us in and we flourished in their lands. There was no human rights. Hello, Jews for Palestine. I see a lot of you online bragging about, like, my grandfather is a Holocaust survivor and what Israel is doing to the Palestinians. Shut up. Go to your grandpa, if he's still alive, and ask him, what is the name of those Jews that betrayed their brothers and sisters and neighbors uh, in favor of the Nazi regime? He will say, Kapo. And that's exactly what you are. I'm a Jew and I support Palestine. Well, I don't care how many chickens support KFC. doesn't make it right. No one in the slaughterhouse will go, oh, this chicken. This one is on our side. Don't, don't kill him. No, never. The same thing here. They say they want to eradicate the Jews. Jews, not Israelis. Jews. That includes you, you dumb f- because many of you have never been to Israel before and have no idea what it's like to serve in the IDF, I want to share a short video with you. For those of you who didn't understand what's going on, that was an actual Israeli tank protecting people of Gaza that are going from the north to the south. Protecting from who, you might ask? From Hamas, because they kill their own people when they flee the war zone. I dare you to show me a quote-unquote enemy army protecting civilians from their own government. Please, if you care just a little bit about the people in Gaza, you should condemn Hamas and ask them to lay down their guns, bring back our hostages, and surrender. But you will never do that, so we will. And you go ahead and be a little chicken supporting the slaughterhouse. So, so you want to live in a, in a white-only country? Not necessarily white-only, but a country that is clearly based on a European model in which whites will basically remain the overwhelming majority in perpetuity. Okay, how do you achieve that? Well, that's an excellent question. Donald Trump has got some first good steps in mind. He wants to make sure no more illegal immigrants come into the country, and he wants to make sure that all illegal immigrants here go back. He wants to end birthright citizenship. He wants to put at least a temporary ban on Muslim immigration. What happens with, with Asians? What happens with uh, African Americans? What happens with Latinos? What happens to my You presented people? me with a very limited view of the United States. You're saying the United States is a place anybody can come and turn it into anything you want, and the people who built this country and established its institutions, if they glimmer away, so what? You are promoting a process that would reduce my people to a minority. You want more powerful Latinos. That comes at the exactly. expense of my people's power. We're 17% of the population, and we only have three senators. So therefore, we don't have the political representation that we deserve. And you want more and more and more? Of course, because we only have three senators. How much political? At this point, 14 senators. And 50 years from now, how many would you like? Let's talk about 50 years from now. In 2044, white non-Hispanics will become a minority. Is that what you're afraid of? Mr. Ramos, it's fantastic for you, for my people to lose power and become a minority. That's fantastic for you. How does it feel for because me? Because it is our country. Our okay. country. Our it is It is our country. <laughs> don't, don't you think we both have the same rights in this country? I think that despite this nonsense in the declaration about anybody being anyone, the me, white people, the white people... we are all created equal? No. What you want to do is change this country into an entire nation in which white people will become refugees in their own land so if, what, if your vision comes through. You don't want to live alongside Mexicans. Now, why is it wrong for me not to want my neighborhood to change? You'll if be... my neighborhood is European, if my neighborhood, they don't have, they don't, they don't uh, keep chickens in the backyard that crow at three in the morning. What are you they talking don't, about? Uh, that, that's, talking a about that's a complete stereotype. That's a complete stereotype. Yes, and stereotypes are all true. It's a they? racist stereotype, what you're saying. Oh, oh racist. Give me a break. What are you going to do with the thousands of Muslims? We certainly American don't. citizens who are serving in the military. I'm sure that we just couldn't possibly survive with all those Muslim Navy Rangers. Yes, I'm sure that's true. That is not right. No. I'm talking about You cannot make fun of people who are saving our lives. They want special holidays and special food. So if you don't like their religion, you don't have to join them. That's fine. No, they are... But also, but you can't discriminate against them simply because you... Of course, anyone should have the right to discriminate against anyone he wishes. And the point is... But not not, not by the law, Mr. Taylor. You can't do that. I think the law is absolutely incorrect. Do you feel that whites are superior and more think, intelligent uh, than blacks? I think on average, whites are more intelligent than blacks and North Asians are more intelligent than whites. How can you All say that? Is, how can you think otherwise? Uh, Mr. Taylor, Why what, what are you... sense would you have to think that uh, a pygmy is, on average, is just as intelligent as a Dane? Why would you think that? The entire record of history is completely consistent with the assumption that 
black Africans are less intelligent on average than Asians or Caucasians. That's, that's that, absurd. That's no, repugnant no, no. and Wait, absurd. Repugnant to you? Yes, of course. Why would you even entertain the possibility that on average a pygmy is as intelligent as a Japanese. The comparison that you are, are trying to make, yeah. it is simply impossible because of historical circumstances, because economic conditions, because of the movement. We have to be willing to say to all those who are non-European, we wish you well, but this territory is for us. And sorry, we have the right to be us, and only we can be us. So you want me to leave? Under certain circumstances, yes, we would ask you to go. Unless whites are prepared to exclude people, then they will be shoved aside. That is the fate which I will fight until my last breath. So many things that you can unpack with that story. And I hope y'all will give me a little running room. <laughs> you you know how I do. Yeah, right. That's right, sir. First of all, first of all, from the gate, why anybody would l listen to an ex-drug dealer psychologically traumatized by being shot half to death and consider his pain, his suffering, his uh, uh, destruction as something honorable and make him a spokesperson hmm. for what the black community will do. You grew up in New York like me? Ain't no way you're going to act like 50 Cent music ain't jammed. This music is jamming out, as bad as it could be. But damn, we should never, ever be listening to 50 Cent about advice on anything. 50 Cent is a man that was traumatized, and he said it in his own interview, how when he got shot, it changed him. It made, it made him a different man. Uh, you, what people don't understand is that you're dealing with two worlds. You're dealing with this carnal world and you're dealing with the spiritual world. And carnal men would love to follow the 48 laws of power because what do they do? They help you to have no conscience so that you can only focus on gain and not be moved on in any way. 50 Cent is zealous, ambitious, strong. I heard he got like 29, 30 uh, TV shows coming out. He damn near getting ready to take over the whole black television, you know, radio type, you know, whatever that is that they do up there. Them so-called Jews definitely chose him. See, he got the spirit on him to go all the way and willing to get behind him with billions. He'll be a billionaire if he's not one already. Mm -hmm. And all that's great for this evil world, but it means nothing to the most high. That's right. Everything coming out of his mouth means absolutely nothing to the most high. And if you don't believe in the most high, you think we're the fools. But if you believe in God at all, you would know that this brother is so way, way, way off. But first of all, just now, the, the, the 48 laws of power should have told him that when your enemy is on your neck and he becomes an enemy to a, your neighbor, you and your neighbor work together against the man who's got his neck on both of you. Black people been oppressed in America. Meanwhile, we acting like don't give these cards to these Ukrainians. I mean, to these uh, um, immigrants. Meanwhile, the Ukrainians came to the United States uh, by the hundreds of thousands, got more than a card for food, got housing. They ain't on the streets. They ain't on in shelters. Got all of that and put that together and got themselves straightened out. And in a minute, you'll have Ukrainian shops and Ukrainian cookie shops. And they all straight up white supremacists over there. They're the, they're the children of the Nazis that went up into that area. And 50 Cent would rather publicly align himself with a known white supremacist at this point, Donald Trump, mm -hmm. rather than say to himself, Maybe we should align ourselves with them. Since we're suffering, they're suffering. This brother needs really needs to be in therapy for the pain he suffered after being shot nine times, which made him a cold human being. And furthermore, we had welfare for many years in this country and still do. We survived off of welfare being oppressed by these people. 
those cards that they talking about giving out is for food for those migrants. The first thing you're going to say when they put a gun in your ear is let's get rid of these migrants. Well, why not give them the food cards? The devil got more money than he could even imagine. He got plenty of cash. And him giving it to the food cards shows you a slave mentality. If you think that the devil, who's not giving you anything, is wronging you because he gives these other migrants the card, when you don't even look at him for starving you. Mm. Your rent is $2,000. You ain't even, you, you. that's where you need to be mad at. Instead, you mad over these cards and not mad over the thing you should be mad at. Because once again, the strategy, the strategy in this world is selfishness. The strategy in this world is to look out for me. Get as much as I could get and never stop. And that's a good strategy if you're carnal, if you're carnal, that's a good strategy. But here's what the Lord said through the prophets. To be carnally minded is death. Is to die in this place. Because that mentality is why brothers getting shot while trying to rob and do carjacking. Why brothers getting killed because they chose to so sell drugs and be strong and have faith in the Lord like the brothers in the UBK. You understand? Like, like having that carnality is why you end up in prison as opposed to navigating your way out and strengthening yourself world and join the UPK that's feeding thousands of brothers. I gotta, I gotta be, I gotta be checking with captains all over the country because brothers busting out with so many food programs and the sisters backing them up with the clothes and the food all over the country. Like that would not be considered smart like what 50 cents is talking about. When that's how you be smart in this time of the end. The Lord is getting ready to destroy America, man. That's right. Before your eyes, according to biblical prophecy. So which one is smarter? Standing with the Lord that knows the future and what is going to happen to you or standing with men that get rich and think you should be selfish like them. So many things that you could... President Biden, something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because, in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning, and I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president, and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. That's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. That's uh, that's you that's what your memory has gotten worse, Mr. No, President. My memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory. Take a look at what I've done since I become president. None of you thought I could pass any of the things I got passed. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. Mr. President, for months when you were asked about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Many American people have been watching, and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is they, your judgment. They, that is your is judgment. That is not the judgment concerns. of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? Why, what is your answer to that question? Because I'm the most question? qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish the job I started. I could read that teleprompter all day long. Biden can't even read the teleprompter. The other day, Matt, he's given a, a thing. He's a news conference because he hasn't had one in about six years or something. Can't have it. You can't have a news. So he picks a... He goes... Bill from NBC, NBC, over here. Uh. So the guy asked him a very simple question, like about vanilla ice cream. But then they actually asked him a question about a border or something. So he goes, they ask him a question, Bill from NBC, they ask him a question. Um, the border is very strong. Uh, it's very normal. And things are going very well on the border. Oh, thank you very much for the news conference. Thank you. Now, it even gets worse. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is continuing its global push to support its so-called government-backed digital ID programs, and this time setting its sight on Kenya.
where it will advise the government on that country's Maisha Naba digital ID initiative that is currently under development. So according to a Kenyan news agency, Gates role is assisting the Kenyan government in its development and the rollout of Maisha Number was announced after a recent series of the closed door meetings with Kenyan President William Ruto. According to biometric update, Maisha Number is supposedly expected to address different challenges such as identifying and authenticating citizens, safeguarding primary registration documents such as birth certificates and national identity cards, and improving the management of the social programs and government operations. The project has been met with skepticism in some parts of the country. Rights groups have also been expressing concern over the possibility of discrimination and the erosion of privacy. But listen, I just told you in a very nice way. Now let me just put it blatantly to you. The program targets the birth of new babies. So once you have your baby, before your baby leaves the hospital, you no longer get a paper birth certificate, but then you get a digital one that is somehow implanted somewhere on somebody's body. Think about that, but have a listen to this. Um, the digital ID, which has been a big problem to us for a very long time, is now on a testing mode. For the next two months, I have been assured by all the stakeholders, led by the ministries concerned, that by December, we will be able to launch digital ID, where every Kenyan don't have to carry any paper, plastic or otherwise, as an ID that they should be able to be identified digitally using their iris, or their fingerprints and we can transact without the necessity of people struggling to identify who they are. And um, the most, the proudest part of it is that we don't have to spend the billions that we have spent on all the other uh, Manenos, as uh, all of you know. We're taking things that are, you know, genetically modified organisms and we're injecting them in little kids arms we just shoot them right into the bank kenya is in serious trouble now for you to accept this that means you're going to be completely surveilled and controlled think about it so they have targeted the new babies of course even the ordinary citizens the grown-ups the young ones the teenagers and even the elderly ones will receive this digital id but they will then create a new generation where they'll be completely under this digital ID and they have no choice. <laughs> I told y'all, fam. I told y'all about that Kenya president. The ones in Africa, I told y'all about that Kenya president. And you hear him. And then you hear the clowns applaud. And then he said they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna um, um, give him a lot. You know, he ain't gotta spend a lot of money. Of course, you don't. See, that's why I tell the people in Kenya, the most I got something on y'all. The most I got something on y'all, Kenya. Because one thing, y'all got a clown that leading y'all to the to the slaughterhouse. I keep warning y'all about that dude. He's just another Barack Obama. He's not his own man. He don't have no wisdom or understanding. But y'all keep on falling behind his regulate. Now, what are the people at King going to say? Okay, I guess he said it's mandatory. Now, all the people in Africa that's in there, y'all need to stop that dude from Kenya. Y'all need to defund him, period. He got to go. But I'm going to see how Africa play this out, y'all, fam. You know, because you already got like three of them that got to go in Africa anyway. And one of the big hon honky is the dude, the president from Kenya. He got to go, man. He got to go go sit down and go under a tree or something. Sleep, with, sleep under some rocks and some thorns. 
because he's not a good leader. He he's not invested in his 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 country, his nation, and he is compromised. And y'all can't even see this, man. Y'all can't even see how. I mean, I I I keep telling y'all every time I see this dude, I read his spirit, and it's never nothing good. Now he going behind white supremacy, colonialism, these people that are trying to genocide black pe people of hue. And he down there helping, just like Barack Obama. Now what y'all gonna do with him, Africa? Because he ain't doing nothing but opening up the door to disasters, man. Why do another country or other people got to identify me as who I am? I'm a free man. God made me free. So how, what makes another man think he got to identify me to be what? To do what? See, I don't understand it. This, this is all the experiment that they doing on Kenya to see how it rolls and see how it is because they got the experiment on somebody, but why not niggas like Kenya? Yeah, I think Kenya was one of them nations that the Most High gonna have to deal with strongly, very, very strongly. Because they don't want, they don't want, they don't want to hear nothing. They let a fool go out there and run foolish things on them, and then they got Africa wide open because Africa need to be rebirthed. And you got to get the stones and the ticks and the fleas and the flock and the fluke and the flute and the doodle -doo and the stink out of there. And you got a whole lot of doodle -doo sticking men and women out there, leadership in Africa that needs to G.O. They need to go under a tree, lay under some sharp rocks with some thorns. Because they didn't lay no bed right. That's what they laid out there. A whole bunch of mess. So won't they lay in the mess that they presented they, their nation into? I understand y'all, man. I understand the mindset of the people out there in Africa. Letting, he, let, letting clown sit up here and try to destroy the birth or the rebirth of Africa. But you got clown the people who run our society consider themselves gods and that's boy, why they're they not do. explaining boy they do they don't think they have to oh, I've they don't think i i i think i was talking to somebody and they said to me well they think they're more than human oh obviously yeah they i i go they're not even human because humans care about their environment and their neighbors and humans uh, care about you know other people's children and humans care about living things yes but they don't do any of that and he goes because they think they're more than humans oh i noticed they That's think why they they're want to live royals forever. they think they're like royals in, in a rarefied sphere of dna or something above us like did they come from another planet uh, you know, when I you hear people talk, that. I can't either, but... This is the podcast to speculate on it, though. Well, because some people, some people say, you know, a lot of religious people, they're into some deep rabbit holes of things, and I don't know. Well, you can see why they are, though. I mean, I, so speaking for myself, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know if this is the Nephilim, right? I was going to say, I don't know. I know. Here we go. That's what I said. No, no, I'm, what I, no let me just say, heard. I said, I don't know right. anything about that stuff, okay? She I'm does. a very ordinary middle-aged man <laughs> who spent his life following politics and right. theology. But I do know that whatever's going on is very deep. Yeah. I've spent my whole life around politicians and seen decisions get made, interviewed people who run things, and what's happening now is qualitatively different, so different that is not in the same category at all. No. This is hurting people for the sake of hurting them. This is lying for the sake of lying. This is, as the Power devil hates holy water, sake. they hate the truth. You tell the truth about anything. It almost doesn't matter what it's about. It doesn't have to be about the next election. Right. 
That's it can right. just be about the, about history, for example. Mm-hmm. Telling the truth about history, why should that offend well, anybody? That really pisses Periods where everyone's dead. And we can't, of course, change the past, so there's nothing really at stake for us now, right? You would think people would welcome open-minded historical inquiry to get closer to what actually happened in whatever period or in whatever event. They hate that. Yes, well, what, what are you watching? You're watching someone who hates the truth because it's true. And there's no possible profit motive that is driving that. There's no political end that is driving that. They hate the truth because it's true. Now we're in the realm of theology. Yeah, we are. That's all that is. I mean, and I I I can't possibly explain it, but that's what that is. Hey, fam. What's up? This is Fades. I want to thank all y'all for coming in and listening to me. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. And thank you. You can reach me at phase 380 or you can come and join me at anchor.fm slash phase 5 that's where you can join my little rendezvous in a thought or process as we ride down the road to the world of destruction come in and join me If you got a comment, you can post it at the bottom. You got a voice that you want to be heard, just send it to my Instagram. Phase 380. Everybody do their part. And the world can be a better place. I ain't here for no drama. I ain't here for no problems. I ain't here for no static. I'm here to learn, I'm here to learn, and I'm here to learn. I think I know what's been going on, driven by voices inside of my head. I want to do right, but they show me wrong. I guess I should listen to my heart instead. I'd like forgiveness, but I'm old none I make the choices and lie in my bed I wanna do right, but they show me wrong I guess I should listen to my heart instead Hey, what's up, fam? This is FaZe First of all, I want to thank the Most High for all he do for us, y'all knowingly and unknowingly second of all i want to thank jesus christ for dying on the cross bringing us back to the most high bosom thank you yahweh and thank you yahweh shot for all you do for us knowingly and unknowingly i want to thank all my interstate and out-of-state people for listening y'all i know you didn't have to do it but you did it anyway and y'all i hope y'all pass this around you can um hit me up on my uh, my Instagram face, that's P as in people, H as in hat, A as in apple, Z as in zebra, E as in elephant, five. I mean, phase 380. That's what you have. Phase 380 and my Instagram. And if y'all want to leave a message, y'all can stroll down on the box, right? And listen to the message. Leave your comments. Leave whatever you want to say. And, and if you want people to hear your views or whatever, man. Just leave a message and I'll, I'll put it out there. What you saying, how you feeling, and all this other stuff. So, y'all, let's engage in this communication, open-minded, and get us some kind of knowledge and, you know, and just, you know, find tools and stuff that help us grow. And um, I was coming across this, this, this information and... I hear some crafty counseling on this. You know, it's too much crafty counsel going on that we're not really thinking about. You know, on the Super Bowl, why is the Senate and the Senate and them, the Democratic Party, is out here doing crafty counsel while everybody else is focusing on the Super Bowl? Why is they had to do it on a Sunday? 
Why couldn't they do it on a Monday? See, these, these people be doing slick stuff so y'all won't be aware of it. And it takes the time out of y'all so y'all won't see what's going on. These are the crafty council. Let's analyze. While most people were enjoying Super Bowl Sunday, the Senate got called into work by Democrat Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. And you're not going to believe the reason why. Take a look. Majority Leader. Mr. President, today, the Senate gavels in on a Sunday to continue our work on the National Security Supplemental. In about an hour, we will take the next procedural vote on cloture on the substitute amendment. I can't remember the last time the Senate was in session on Super Bowl Sunday, but as I've said all week long, we're gonna keep working on this bill until the job is done. Even though we're keeping the process moving on the floor, Democrats still hope we can reach an agreement with our Republican colleagues on a reasonable list of amendments. We're happy to have a fair and reasonable amendment vote. We're happy to have fair and reasonable amendment votes on the floor. So we'll see if there's any possibility for speeding this process up. But at the same time, it is essential we finish the work on this bill. It's been years, perhaps decades, that the Senate has taken up a standalone bill that so significantly impacts not just our national security, not just the security of our allies, but the very security of Western democracy and our ideals. As we speak, Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine has rendered parts of Eastern Europe a war zone, the likes of which we have not seen in those regions since the Second World War. Ukraine is dangerously low on supplies, including ammo and air defenses. If America doesn't assist Ukraine, Putin is all too likely to succeed, as President Zelensky repeatedly has reminded us. The only right answer to this threat is for the Senate to face it down unflinchingly by passing this bill as soon as we can. Again, Democrats are ready to work with the other side in a spirit of bipartisanship. I know how I know many of my Republican colleagues are working in good faith to get this done. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but last time I checked, we had 50 states in this country. Ukraine's not part of the United States. So why are they calling this a national security supplemental? And could you imagine if we had politicians who cared enough about the United States to go into work on a Sunday to legislate for the betterment of our country? We wouldn't be dealing with a lot of the problems that are plaguing this great nation. Let me know what you think about Chuck. You hear about Chuck Schumer. He, I think he's kind of like Jewish too, or he affiliated with these Jewish people. See, these the crafty councils that they plan, they... They, they secret going in chamber while everybody been, been watching the football game, trying to give out more money to Ukraine. They're coming out here trying to feed us, trying to make sure we right. That's why y'all be voting these clowns in. Why, why is this dude still in office? Why are y'all still voting on these people that don't do right? I don't understand that. You know, these secret department that they have, oh, you know, all this stuff happened now over Ukraine, what Ukraine need, we need to make a 911 emergency. And we got people hungry, starving, need somewhere to uh, medical bills and feeding and everything else. And this is what they mindset on. They don't care about you, man. Y'all just a puppet in the game. And if y'all can't see that, shame on you. This is uh, from a viewer in Lower Michigan. My wife works for the local 911 dispatch center in our county. Okay, Michigan, right? Uh, as everyone knows, each dispatcher has six plus computer screens at their desk. Each screen serves, serves its own purpose. Well, on one screen, something was changed. There was a button for a tornado siren, but now the button reads something else. And this is for the siren, I might add. Uh, the word that is now in its place reads attack per FEMA. So FEMA has changed this so that they now have an attack button or, uh, or an attack siren. 
The air raid sirens no longer are just to warn of impending tornadoes, but rather that an attack is underway. Friends, are you paying attention yet? We need to all be paying attention. Is FEMA pushing something here? Is, uh, is the country being prepared uh, just like they were prepared before the cough cough went around? It's gonna be trouble, trouble. See, y'all ain't preparing yourself. Y'all ain't trying to hear these things with the common man and common woman trying to put out here for y'all so that y'all can be able to be wise and alert and see what's going on. Y'all don't want that. Y'all don't even want that. You know, but that's all right. You weak what you sow. You make your bed, you lie in it. And a whole lot of y'all going to be making beds with nails and razor blades on them. Your mindset, you're too proudful. You're too stubborn. So, and, and, and you want to be an idiot and be foolishness. Go ahead. Go ahead. We've been warning you what's going on. All you had to do is go out here and feed your information, get your information to see if these things are true or not. But you don't want to do it. You want to lie your burden on somebody else. You want to lie, you want to lay your responsibility on somebody else. But I'm telling you now, everybody going to have to pull their weight now. Males, females, y'all going to have to pull your weight now. When this thing come to pass, let's analyze. See, y'all, y'all got to really realize the symbols and what's going on because it's more and deeper than our mindset y'all especially the black man in america and the black woman in america we already know we dysfunctional we diseducated we miseducated and all these other things that we are we don't know the symbols and the signs and the purpose of all these things the wicked stuff that they got going on but now they're talking about some energy harvesting what you talking about energy harvesting phase? What you talking about energy harvesting? What is energy harvesting phase? Tell y'all something too. Y'all out there with your fuck shit, with your bullshit, with the shenanigans and the hocus pocus. But baby, they about to do the biggest ritual because they know Pluto is going in Aquarius and they know that energy is shifting. It ain't no coincidence, baby, that the Super Bowl is Sunday. Mardi Gras is Tuesday. And Valentine's Day is Wednesday. Baby, they gonna harvest up some energies from you clowns. Playing around with them. All y'all who make it preparation for the Super Bowl, they will be harvesting energy. The ritual at the halftime will be a black magic ritual. Then they gonna turn around and put the magic on y'all for Mardi Gras. And then turn around and put the magic on y'all for Valentine's Day. Because all those holidays is for them. They set that up so you gotta ask yourself, why are they setting up all these holidays? Because it ain't beneficial to us. All those holidays do is drain us financially. So they're not serving Fire High good. So again, it's not a coincidence, honey, that Mardi Gras, Super Bowl, and Valentine's Day is back-to-back. -back. Come on, y'all. Please wake up. Why are they doing them back-to-back? -back? So they get to change the holidays in the time that they wanted to work for them financially, spiritually, emotionally. See, every time it works for the powers and it works against us, but we so caught up in the world, the things of the world being distracted by the foolery and we're not saving our soul, but everybody keeps saying, God, 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 and go and play with God one day out of the week for an hour or two in the building where God is not at. Y'all fooling yourself. So y'all gonna get left behind and y'all don't have nobody to blame because everybody tried who was not repeating that narrative. This is not a coincidence, honey. That the Super Bowl is Sunday. You see? Fat Tuesday. And right next is Valentine's Day. Hush your mouth and keep on talking. That ain't no coincidence, honey. That was planned.
it was planned. They planned on trying to get as much energy so that they can stay relevant, so that they can keep power. And we don't break this system that's systematically set up for us to fail. You see, they want to control our mind, our heart, and our spirit. They want to control everything about this planet and how it operates. And they don't want to have nothing to do with love. And they don't want to have nothing to do with God. They certainly don't want to have nothing to do with unity. They're all about division. They're all about chaos, chaos, chaos. And they will give these people in the church house behind the pulpit those paper dollars with the white man on it. Not God on it. They don't have God picture on the money. But they got in God we trust. See, that's making a mockery. It's telling y'all in your face. I'm telling y'all in God we trust, but I'm putting white man face on this paper. So they can give that to the men behind the pulpit, men and women of God. And them school teachers and them government officials. You see what I'm saying? Y'all gonna run out there and drink that alcohol and get full of them demon spirits. And they call in demonic spirits into this realm from the spiritual realm, but they don't want y'all calling on nobody, but they want y'all calling on Jesus so that those spirits can attack y'all when y'all in a low vibration full of alcohol. Do you get me? You got me? And Valentine's Day. We don't love each other. So why in the world we gonna celebrate that holiday? We don't have Trinity in families. We don't have a lot of equally yoked relationships. Can't y'all see it? How they screwing us over? And we're pretending and got these masses and facades. We're living lies. And that's why we're suffering. Because we're not present to see what's really going on. This is not the way it's supposed to be. We're supposed to be learning from our mistakes, not repeating them. And just waiting for somebody to come fix it for us. But the only way it's going to get fixed is if we stay present and see what's happening. You see? Elevate your mind and open up your heart chakra. Will y'all carry on with your Super Bowl and uh, Mardi Gras and Valentine's Day? Because maybe a lot of people are going to go up out of here. They are going to zap y'all soul. They're going to trap it, zap it, sip it up. <laughs> y'all going to have an attachment on y'all and the energy is shifting. So you won't be able to connect to the energy that we are elevating to. Because they lowered y'all and they lured y'all to be all in one space and put a frequency in that space that would affect your mind, affect your heart, and affect your spirit. And Mardi Gras is the same thing. They know everybody out there overindulging in the things of the world with alcohol, food, partying, and good time, fighting, cussing, screwing, whatever y'all doing out there. I've been there, done that, got a t-shirt. If my friend would have never told me Mardi Gras was right around the corner, baby, I wouldn't have never known. And Valentine's Day, you see? But we ain't loving on each other, but we celebrating. And go do your research on how much candy is made on Valentine's Day and how much money they make on Valentine's Day for us pretending that we in love with somebody coming on platforms talking about my husband my boyfriend my girlfriend my wife and look what they got me and putting on them fake cat and dog shows and then going right back to the toxicity after Valentine's Day I can't make this make sense to me baby y'all have that foolishness I'm gonna keep on this journey I'm gonna keep talking to you and I'm not coming at you blowing no smoke up your butt baby definitely gonna give it to you raw She's shooting straight from the hip, honey. I'm on this journey, trying to help one reach one and teach one. I'm trying to shift some shit on this planet. So I can't play with you if I'm going to shift some shit. I got to stay in my courageous energy. Don't come for me, energy. You see? Carry on. Namaste. Yeah, that's spooky. See, when things get spooky... That's when I tell y'all things is finna happen. I told y'all that this week, I'm guaranteeing it, some shit gonna pop off sometime this week. I told y'all after the Super Bowl.
you see the man went to go pay with his credit card and the artificial intelligence from the pay the, the pay thing it made him pay from his wallet uh, from a credit card that was in his wallet artificial intelligence scanned every credit card that was in his wallet even the one that was in his hand and decided it would charge the one that was tucked away in his wallet in his back pocket artificial intelligence already got a mind of its own it's so sophisticated now it can analyze you as an individual and you're standing at a pay register you're trying to pay for groceries using a debit card and it rejects it even though it's good it searches your wallet identifies another good credit card inside of your wallet and scans and pays with that the world is in trouble when they crash the system and it boot back up and artificial intelligence is running everything the people in trouble y'all for this to be happening this early in the art artificial intelligence that we know they've already killed some folks we know that the tesla people and then them scientists we know that they sophisticated now they making decisions if we don't stop them soon y'all real talk is game over with the outgoing president bill clinton right here in the next room i said to him i asked him bill do you think if russia asked to join nato do you think it would happen Suddenly he said, you know, it's interesting. I think so. But in the evening, when we met for dinner, he said, you know, I've talked to my team. No, no, it's not possible now. You can ask him. I think he will watch our interview. He'll confirm it. I wouldn't have said anything like that if it hadn't happened. Okay. Were you sincere? possible now. Would you have joined NATO? Look, I asked the question, is it possible or not? And the answer I got was no. If I was insincere in my desire to find out what the leadership position was... But if he had said yes, would you have joined NATO? If he had said yes, the process of rapprochement would have commenced, and eventually it might have happened, if we had seen some sincere wish on the other side of our partners. But it didn't happen. Well, no means no. Okay, fine. Why do you think that is? Just to get to motive. I know you're clearly bitter about it. Um, I understand. But why do you think the West rebuffed you then? Why the hostility? Why did the end of the Cold War not fix the relationship? What motivates this from your point of view? You said I was bitter about the answer. No, it's not bitterness. It's just a statement of fact. We're not bride and groom, bitterness, resentment. It's not about those kind of matters in such circumstances. We just realized we weren't welcome there, that's all. Okay, fine. But let's build relations in another manner. Let's work for common ground elsewhere. You're a poor woman, just don't even bother. Yeah. Don't talk to me, don't approach me, get out of here. If you're a woman and you are poor, how do you expect to pay 100% for the date? That's exactly right. That's why we don't fuck with poor women. Because they're not going to be able to pay for anything. You never want to date a poor woman. What value is she bringing to your life? I don't know. I don't know. Is she going to emotionally support you with no money? No. Nope. She does need to do that too, though. She does, but most of my emotions <laughs> can be supported through monetary values. Yeah. Like, if you buy me a nice watch, I'll be happy. Mm. And if you don't, I'll be angry and try to punch you. So money does actually buy Prince's happiness. So these, these statements are coming from Caucasian men. So I want y'all to get an uprise on how the Caucasian man thinks and it's more than and more than three of them saying what they saying. So what's the mindset on that? How you feeling about that brothers? And how you feeling about that sisters? Open the champagne, pop the cork. The Senate Democrat leader and the Republican leader are on the way to Kiev. 
They've got $60 billion they're bringing. I don't know if it'll be cash and pallets, but they're taking your money to Kiev. Now, they didn't have much time, really no time and no money to do anything about our border. We're being invaded. A literal invasion's coming across our border. 800,000 people came illegally in the last month, and all they had time to do in the Senate was get the money, get the cash pallets, load the planes, get the champagne ready, and fly to Kiev. Breaking news. Girl, it's going down in the Middle East right now. And this time, for real, for real, for real. Now, if y'all didn't know, both Yemen and Egypt have the two largest armies in the entire Middle East. Egypt just a little bit larger than Yemen's, right? The Egyptian army is the strongest in the entire Middle East with 4,000 tanks and 2,000 aircrafts, right? So in between the time of yesterday and today, it looks like Egypt said, you know what, bitch, you may have just crossed the right line. You got the right motherfucker on the wrong day and I'm not ready to play with you. I'm. This ain't a game. I don't know why you thought this shit was ever, ever a game. You better have my money, Smokey, when I get there. I need you to know that. Have my money ready. For those of y'all don't know, it's 1.9 million people inside of Rafa right now. Now you do the math. 1.9 million times 10,000 and that's how much money that Israel decided to come in between because they found out that them folks was raising the money quick overnight like the way we raised that money for Lama and several other people using the GoFundMe pages and sending the money directly to Egypt and getting them people out of there so Israel got a little jealous and they crossed the motherfucking line now here's where things start to get a little messy okay so after finding out what's been going down Egypt said I know what bitch ain't set tripping up in my shit oh I'm finna go find the fuck out what's going on and decided to not only send tanks but it turns out that they were so pissed that they even sent an order to send send a motherfucking funds down the line to send them flight flighter jets and all that all the aircraft supply is at the border right now okay now for those of y'all who don't know way way back in october they let cc let them know like any ground operation in rafa will immediately suspend all peace agreements with israel that means if you bring your ass to rafa i got the smoke you're looking for okay i'm gonna stick my foot so far up your ass baby the way your ancestors will get knocked back into them caves you don't understand I need you to know that I will knock your ass back into homo sapiens. Okay, back to 10,000 BC, bitch. This ain't what you want. And word on the street is, even though we suspected that Jody Joe and BB is working together in this action plan, making it look like that Jody Joe is mad at BB, it turns out that Jody Joe actually is indeed pissed the fuck off. They said that Jody Joe was out there fussing and motherfucking cussing in the cabinet. That he not only called him an asshole once, but several times in private conversation like he basically jody joe basically said every single plan i had set in stone you decide to go take your big-headed ass over to uh rafa and decide you want to start a ground invasion without my permission and now you done got me into some shit that i'm not sure if we can get the fuck up out of because if y'all didn't know the leader of uh iran Mr. Daddy Long Warbucks, Mr. Daddy Deep Pockets that never in Mr. Oil Drum Pockets himself said that the day of death of the Zionist regime come to an end. Baby, this man said off with her head. Do what you gotta do, get it done. As quick and fast as you can, okay? I got money for whoever bring me his head back on the stake. I didn't say it, he said it. Um, And it turns out it's a lot of motherfuckers that need that money, okay? Sirius says she hurting, honey, and she needs some oil. Sirius said they finna go do what they can. They gonna see what they can do. They gonna show up to the party. They gonna see what they can do. And coincidentally, while y'all was watching this commercial, Beyonce's commercial, um, which was a very great commercial, I might add. It was a really good commercial because I... I caught the highlights online. Um, it was a pretty good commercial with Verizon, but that was a distraction, okay? Y'all can catch the commercial later on. While y'all was watching that commercial, America tried to sneak a bitch and tried to tiptoe their way through the Red Sea, hoping that the Houthis wouldn't know that they, what they were doing. But it turns out the Houthis was already on game. It turns out the Houthis was tapping in to the Super Bowl footage and paying close attention to what's going on in America. And they knew that while everybody was distracted, America would try some funny-ass 
fugazi shit and what they did they blew that shit right up with everybody on it they said i don't give a damn if y'all gonna keep blowing up people's shit we told y'all to stay out of the red sea we we're not gonna keep saying it we just gonna start showing you that we've been being respectful this entire time and listen it's not our fault that you didn't take you didn't heed our warning okay you thought them little bombs was gonna do something bitch please so basically they said um them bombs you and them bombs can stick it with the sun don't shine okay because you ain't getting in the red sea we know that y'all trying to get armory over here ain't happening captain your buddy gonna have to take this ass whooping and he gonna have to get it today so basically america was trying to sneak stuff over to israel because israel has finally started to deplete on the amount of armory that they had and now because the netherlands and australia have both refused to send over parts to the fighter jets they can not only not get any drones they can't get no fighter jets they can't get no ammunition they can't get nothing baby they get intact bone dry and with the latest invasion of Han Yunus and so many of their soldiers getting their ass spanked baby in the worst way possible keep a lookout because I'm sure that video is gonna pop up in the next two days or something um they they trying to sneak stuff over there and the Houthis was on game not only was they on game to this situation but they it turns out they already knew what's finna happen in Ramallah like everybody else predicted they already knew what was finna happen in Ramallah tell me why them Houthis our ghetto cousins is on their way to Ramallah they're on their way to Rafa and Ramallah they're on their way to help out Hamas Okay, the Houthis have threatened to expand operations in the event of an Israeli ground offensive on Rafah. Now, this is news as of, uh, you know, yesterday, 9.35 p.m., but as of this morning, Iran just stated, hold on, Iran just stated that the day of death, this is this 12 a.m. this morning, the day of death for the Zionist regime has come. What y'all think that means? Them folks is on their way. They're on their way. Y'all know by now, if they're throwing threats out there, it's going, it's already, the ball is already in motion. They're just giving you the heads up. They're being kind enough to let you know, hey, I'm finna come up that ass. So I'm gonna need you to go ahead and get your shit. Meet me in the street, okay? Because I'm finna drag your ass in oncoming traffic by your edges, bitch. Damn, it looks like Egypt also is deploying S-75 air defense systems to the Israeli border. Now, for those of y'all don't know, them girlies been tussling. This ain't the first time that they tussled. They got into it a month ago because Israel felt some type of way about Egypt profiting off of um, the people that was coming through, the, the refugees that was coming through the border. Israel felt some type of way. And that tussle coincidentally happened two days after Motaz and YL left. So they felt some type of way. Like, why would you let them come through your border knowing good and god daggone well what's going on over here? And Egypt said, bitch, go somewhere. Get where you're going before you not go nowhere at all. Girl, you need to calm that shit down. And then they started tussling. And from what the word on the street is, Israel um, got their ass whooped by Egypt. And then they said, I'm going to leave. Um, and I'm going to be quiet while I leave. But when I leave, I'm going to be talking again. And I want to see what you got. And they left. And it turns out within the next 30 days, they decided to sneak a bitch and try to sneak their way in. Meanwhile, America was calling themselves trying to sneak their way in through the Red Sea. Baby, it's just looking crazy over there in the Middle East. This is a full-out world war, okay? This is a full-out world war. It's getting crazy over there in the Middle East. Iran done put a, 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 Iran done put a price on their head on BB head, on the whole uh, Israel. Like he said, y'all, it's, it's, it's up for you. It's, it's done. It's pew pew for you. Don't let me catch you in these streets because it's pew pew for you. Like all my, my folks, my boys, they coming after you, okay? It's not safe for you around these parts. So yeah, them surrounding countries have had enough. They've had enough of enough. And even Turkey now, it turns out Turkey, which we know to be a flip flopper, but for some reason, homegirl felt suited to, you know, stand up and say something during this time. But it sounded to me like she was feeling some type of way about what's going on because now Turkey is bumping at the gums, talking about this, you know, what's happening in Rafa is not supposed to be happening. They feeling some type of way. So they might, you know, they may or may not join in on the regime. Um, we know that Turkey ain't loyal to nobody but Turkey, so. I wouldn't count on that if I were y'all. However, it's getting real in the field. Let me know what y'all think because...
Kanye, get out. Exposing the sample, call him Kanye West. America gonna be destroyed, no doomsday threats. It's gonna get hit with ballistic missiles from Gog and Magog. You shouldn't have had liposuction, should have jogged the weight off. We the resistance, hear the bravery in my voice? You lied to us when you said slavery was a choice. Nigga must have smoked up a whole quarter piece. 1441, we was kidnapped by the Portuguese. When I hear the words, make America great again. All it means is make blacks and Latinos slaves again. You said Bush don't care about black people. When it comes to cooning, you're a Barkley and Shaq's equal. You was the realest spitter ripping the beat up. Now you in a sunken place, phone clicking the teacup. Yeah, learning you're a slave. Mom turning in her grave. Lyrical sermon on the page, just burning off the America mage. was great when they stole the land from the natives. It was great when they brought blacks over on slave ships. It was great when they prospered our free labor. It was great when burning our bodies was sweet savior. It was great when they could rape our women at will. It was great when they did our children like Emmett Till. It was great when firemen sprayed us with hoses. It was great when they killed all our modern day Moses. Could you cherish a place where we perished in hate? Then wear a hat that says you want to make America great. Your character's fake. Saying Trump represents freedom. He's eat him. He told cops when you stop, blacks mistreat him. Everything changed when you got with that ratchet thought. Your mom's casket dropped. Evil cerebral and rapid thoughts. The aftershock. You started tweaking off acid drops. High as an astronaut. I bet this shit happened to Travis Scott. Watch the throne. You really sold yourself a dream. It seems the people high as up got the lowest self-esteem. You made back on the road to hell. You should be wearing that hat that says your soul is for sale. Yeah, look at all this backlash hate. First you backstab hoes, then you backstab Drake. MK Ultra I stuck in your mouth wide. This ain't the same kumbaya from the south side. America was great when cotton picking with bloody fingers. It was great when we called Mexicans beaners. It was great when we didn't have a voice to speak. It was great when they fed us scraps, no choice to eat. It was great when they fed our babies to gators. It was great when they beat us before the taser. It was great in the 20s, 30s, and 40s. It was great when the media didn't cover our stories. Yeah, Deacon, AKA Five Lord, Sakari. All praise you, how about Shimmy? I was shy. Hey, Kanye, man, get out. You out of pocket, homie. All the Jews, all the gems, all the jewels and gems you gave us about our history, all the social injustice that you spoke out about. And now this, this ain't the land of our rest. All right? We under curses, we Israelites. They're not for us, man.